0: Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market,
1: how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all.
0: We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family.
1: Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood.
0: Hello, how are you today?
1: Well, I've been better.
0: I'm sorry. I
1: know. Lost my puppy. I'm so sorry. He's an old dog. He's 15. Lost him yesterday morning.
0: Oh, right after your birthday. Right after
1: my birthday. That's tough. I know. He had a stroke in front of me and took about an hour for him to pass. Just kind of rubbed him and was there to try to support him and... That's so awful. hard. Dogs, damn dogs. They break
0: your heart they every your heart. single time. Ugh. It's awful. You yeah. know, we've brought on um, one of my favorite humans, Sari Feenstra. She's one of the mortgage experts in my office. And she just jumped on. We, I said we were talking about grief and she was like, you know, I think I've got a lot to talk about with that. And, you know, I've got some great perspectives. You know, golly, you lost a puppy last year too. And that was super hard.
2: Yeah, I have lost quite a few dogs and... They are my kids because I don't have any human kids, and
1: it rocks my world. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, yeah. I've lost three dogs now. One I was only, I only had for about six months that so we adopted. And the other one was like my baby before we had babies in it. Mm-hmm. And I was pregnant when I. Oh, lost
0: gosh, her. hormonal.
1: Yeah, I no. Mean, oh. oh, I was like, I have to stop this grief somehow because I'm hurting my baby. I could feel that I was like causing pain to oh. the baby.
0: It's terrible. You yeah. know, we've gone through such a hard last two years. It's March 1st of 2022 right now. So we're just circled through to two years of COVID. And there's been a, a lot of grief and a lot of really hard times the last couple of years. And people have had a hard time finding happy.
1: Yeah. And, yeah.
0: you know, it's it, it's been a lot. So today we're going to talk about grief and how you get back in the saddle and how you and how you just carry on when when things are super hard, especially as a businesswoman, as a leader or as a mama or and any of those things. I mean, I know it's hard for everybody, but. You know, when you're a leader, you have to be strong for everybody else, too. Or when you're a mama, you've got to be strong for your family. Losing
1: transactions, like it's so many different things. I just had a seller lose $2 million deal and they're they're destroyed over it. Yeah. Like They are financially bound by a bunch of other situations and they were just crying on the phone to me. And it's it's, (laughs) it's tough. Yeah.
0: You know, we always say in this office that, you know, there's no crying in mortgage, but there is crying. Like we do. We cry like. We get so attached and Sarah gets, Sarah gets to really build relationships and talk with people and, and really gets to know these people and the things that, their reasons why and the family that's going to move in and how hard they've worked for it. And in this really difficult market, they are, they've lost. They've lost. And, and so do you want to talk about that? Like how that is? Yeah. I have a lot of clients that, uh, you know, they fall in love with this house
2: and they, they are putting everything into their offer and to lose and they feel like they, they just are defeated and to lose over and over again. Mm -hmm. They just, you know, I feel like I'm losing with them and it's so hard to call them and be like, did you find anything else you want to put an offer in? You just feel, you know, you hear that defeat in their voice. yeah. Uh, And that's
0: why you guys
1: are so good at your job. I wish I could take that part out of my job where I could just do the work and not care, but that's what makes us successful and we're invested with them. But if I could just turn that off and just get the work done, that'd be so much easier and just not feel the pain that they're feeling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how do you guys, like when something like that happens or, you know, there's, there's been times that we've been on our knees, you know, not just losing a dog, but losing, losing other people or losing other loved ones in our lives. And it brings you to your knees, but you have to get up and you have to keep going. So how do you guys do that? Yeah,
1: Sarah, I just want to stay in bed. I just wanted to stay in bed for like a week, but we have responsibilities and you have to get up. And I think actually faking it sometimes can help. Forcing yourself to work can be the best process to get through it and just keep moving, just getting outside, taking those two steps, just mm-hmm. one step after the other. Yeah,
2: I think I remember when my mom passed away, I felt like I wanted to scream at the top of my lungs, like my world just ended. How are? How is everything else just moving around me? Like how is everybody, Still just moving forward. And I think that was just a realization like the world just continues to move forward and you just have to find your new how to put your foot in front of another and just keep going Um, and just try to define each day a little differently. How old were you when your mom passed? I was twenty-six. I just turned 26, gosh. and I just had this realization the day of my mom's funeral, I had just started a business about a month before the wedding. My mom business. passed away. Yep, I had opened yep. a bridal store. The day of my mom's funeral was our uh grand opening. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> so so you're trying to celebrate. M- that uh, afternoon, I went to my mom's funeral, and right afterwards, I went to the opening of my bridal store. Oof, and da. so I had to wear two hats that day. but. I knew my mom didn't, wouldn't want me to miss it. Right. So I knew she was there with me in spirit. And so I remember going to the funeral and then my family went with me to the grand opening. So we had, you know, kind of two celebrations
0: that day. Wow.
1: You're really strong.
0: You know, yeah, like how do you, I don't know how you did it. And I don't know how a lot of women do things like that. You know, there's a massive amount of responsibility that gets laid on our shoulders, you know, and, you just can't, you just can't hide. You have to, you have to come out and you have to, you have to do things. So, um, but do you guys find that you, you lean on other people or do you, do you-
1: No, I'm awful. I push people away. Yeah. Like when, just after Deuce passed, my dog, my mom's like, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm like, no, do not come over. I need to be alone. I don't like the cuddles. I just need to process by myself. And it's hard for the people that love you, that they want to take care of you and be there for you. But I'm just like, no, I need, I, I need my space. What about you guys?
0: I'm fine when I'm by myself. Like I can get myself together and then other people will show up and like try to hug me or like want to, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Like I've gotten, I've gotten my mind where I I can be functional and I don't have to be crying my eyes out all the time. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. And I don't, you know, even just some, it just certain people, you just look at them and in their eyes, you, you know, and they know, and then you're both bawling. And then, you know, it's right. just like, God damn it, just get right. out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's also nice to not be alone. Like, my husband was crying really hard yesterday. And it was just, it, that was nice to be able to experience it together and feel it together. And do you, you have siblings? I have a brother. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. were, are you guys close? Um, I wish we were
2: closer. Yeah. Um, it was hard when my mom passed away because he was in the Coast Guard. Oh. So he was across the country in... Um, in on the East Coast in Cape Cod. So you felt um, alone? I did, Yeah, I did, that was really hard. Um, so I did kind of mourn alone, but I felt, I liked being in the presence of other people, but I don't like to be talked to. I have found that talking about my mom brings her spirit alive. I like to share that and that keeps her memory alive. Yeah. So I, that's how I can remember her. And so I might share a lot more about her um, than people want to know, so. but that's how I keep her alive. And I yeah. found that other people who have lost loved ones, um, they like to talk about their loved ones that they've passed.
0: I've also found that people's, their grieving period is different for everybody. I know that um, when we lost my friend Joe, you know, it was, it was instant for me. It was instant losing my mind. And then the family asked me to put the funeral on and so we lost her on um, when we found out on a Sunday, on a Sunday. And then um, on a Wednesday, they asked me to do a funeral on that Friday. And so everybody had, I mean, we pulled, everybody pulled together, but it gave me something to focus on. And I went from me being on the floor in in, in bed, sobbing my eyes out, you know, to, to doing work, which felt good to have a purpose. But then... It wasn't until after the funeral that my husband like finally let down and he finally had his time in grieving with her. And, you know, he was in the same place that I was. I mean, like it, it's, it's horrendous, like how, how adults can just turn into, like you feel like you're a child again, like just sobbing your eyes out. It's just insane, insane. But people take different amount of time
2: I think my brother is just finally grieving my mom after wow. 10 years. Like, I think because he was separated from it and he didn't see her going through the illness and wasn't there for her death, like, he's just now opening up and I think he's just now going through the grieving process, which is really struggle. It's
0: it's hard to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's that's amazing. I mean... Yeah. I didn't know Sari's mom, but I just know that because I know Sari, I know Sari's mom was amazing.
1: Yeah, she was beautiful too. Aww, thanks. She was so beautiful. I just know her a little bit because we were, Sari and I went to high school together and just saw her around and she just seemed like she had, did have a light and she was fun and,
0: yeah, and productive and just seemed like a wonderful woman. So there's seven stages of grief, you guys. So let's talk about it. It's like where where do you feel like that you, you know, hang out? Maybe you start here. So shock and denial, Feelings of shock and denial that that are unavoidable. Like you know, first you are you're mind blown. Right. You're mind blown that it happened. You know, I know that when we lost Joe, um, you know, she, like we just couldn't believe it. I still don't believe it. Right. I still don't believe it. I still I still you know would would be all for looking deeper. Um. I just it's just I just couldn't believe that a woman that amazing could end her life and. That's, that's what they say, yep. that's what they say.
1: I think the shock, yeah, definitely hits first and the denial, and even with my daughters, they were like, no, you're joking, you're joking. So they kept saying, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's, losing my grandpa was the same way where you just don't believe it, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. How long did it take you till you felt like you were like a human again? Uh,
2: it took me about a week to go back to work because mm-hmm. I just needed to get back to a routine. Gosh, like still not there yet. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That like, you know, you still pick up the phone to call her and I think it, it was a few years. It still doesn't, it's, it doesn't feel like 10 years has passed. I know that, That's you know, like, that sounds like a long time, but, it's, but it's, it doesn't
1: feel like ten, it's been 10 years. And we need our mamas. Like we mm-hmm. I, we rely on them for just whatever questions we have or concerns or to talk things out with and we, we need them. And becoming a woman during that time and really finding yourself. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So the next stage is pain and guilt. Yeah. So for sure. I, I mean, I'm
1: there right now with Deuce. I know it's like two and does not compare to losing a parent, but just where I am right now is yeah. Just feel yucky inside. And I feel like oh, we could have done more. He had heart problems, but we did. A, we spent a lot of money and a lot of vet things to try to keep getting him better still the guilt of could we have done more?
0: Yeah, I feel like with Jolene, it was just, I mean, all of us all of our, all of our friends, you know, we all felt, how did we not know? How did how did we not know that she was struggling that much? And like, we were with her, we spent time together, but it's been a while. And, you know, it just feeling guilty that we should have called when we thought we should have, you know, I should have called when you know, I should have returned her call. And I didn't, you know, or, you know, she shot me a text and, and I, I didn't respond. And, and it's just, you know, we're all trying to live our lives and we're trying to do the best job that we possibly can. But, you know, then something like this happens and you just thought, like all the things that you possibly could have done different. It was, just was horrible.
1: Yeah. So the next one, anger and bargaining and then depression, loneliness, reflection, the upward turn, reconstruction and acceptance and hope. Did it, how long did it take you to go through that whole process with, with what you went through? I, I think you cycle through
2: it, too. That's I don't think I you say. ever get moved through it fluidly. I think you kind of cycle through. Go back and forth. Yep, absolutely. I don't think it's, you know, really a fluid thing. Because um, I, still, I get, still get stuck in anger. I still get stuck in the guilt. You know, things I wish I would have said, conversations that we wish we would have had. Sorry. No, we appreciate but, this. Yeah, a lot of that. And not only with my mom, um, I lost uh, someone, a, a young child that was like my niece. Um, she oh, passed away that. in a, a tragic accident a little over a year ago. And she's somebody that, that, that's a really hollow spot in my life, too. And um, just so that one's a really fresh one. Yeah. So the, the guilt of, could we have done things differently? Could we have taught her differently so that accident couldn't have happened? Um, and just so, yeah, it, it's never a, the fluid transition through the process. Yeah. And sometimes you, you start over and, and it's back to the shock of, wow, this, this is really
0: our truth. Yeah. Is that they're gone? You know, I think that that's just what makes women... Men, You know, I I think that that's just what makes us superheroes. Like that's what I mean, that's just all these things happen to us where they're just human where they're human things that are happening. They're happening all the time. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a full pipeline or you've got, you know, all these things going on a humongous month or whatever. And something like this happens and you have to figure out how to balance grieving and business. And taking care of yourself and yeah that's like that goes in the toilet right you know but taking care of your family and and paying your bills and doing these basic things and you know damn it it's hard it's really really hard and i don't think i just don't think that we give each other enough space and time to get it done and pull enough off of each other and we always give each other like you know we're sending each other flowers or whatever i'm really so sorry and then there's an expectation of like like you're gonna continue doing what it is that you normally do right and And that sucks. That sucks. And I think that we should just, as women at least, that we should give each other more space and a a stronger ear. You know, I mean, like you said, it's been 10 years, and it's still, it still is very fresh for you. And 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 so somebody, somebody giving Sari flowers, you know, uh, you know, for her her mother's funeral is not ever going to be anywhere near sufficient for what she needs. And so it's an excellent example of people need more. They need more. They need more from their friends and family. And and, and sometimes they can't find it inside themselves. Yeah. You know.
1: How did it affect your relationship?
2: Um, I think it with my husband. Yeah. I think it definitely made us stronger. Yeah. Definitely made us stronger. Yeah. It was a bond that it, I, he, I had to lean on him a lot. Yeah. yeah. He's a good man. And He's
0: a good guy. <laughs> a funny he
2: really story. is. He had a really strong relationship with my mom. He did. I caught them on a lunch date once.
1: Without you? Yes. And I,
2: so I I went to go to lunch and I caught them having lunch without me. And I I was like, what are you two doing? And they're like, we actually go to lunch quite a bit without you. And so I I appreciate that. They had a really great relationship. So he had to
0: mourn too. And so he felt it with you. you. Yeah.
2: He, he misses her a lot too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She was an amazing lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She made an amazing daughter. Yeah, I'm, you are I'm
2: amazing. So blessed that I got to have her for the 26 years that I did. Yeah, yeah. We packed a lot of love and memories into that. that. She was my best friend. We had dinner dates every week. We had, like, yeah. Oh we, my God. We had lunch dates every week. She was ever. She was a lot. She was great. Oh, well, Sarah, thank you so
1: so much. This thank was you. hard. Yeah. And I really, really appreciate it.
2: No, I just yeah. want to remind everybody that like, there's so many other things that, you know, in people's worlds that you don't realize, like you just have to take ba- take a step back and take a deep breath and just remember there's a lot going on in people's worlds and, and everything is fixable. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you think it's the end of the world when a, when a deal falls apart or something like that. And you just have to step back and like reevaluate and be like, you know what? something better is going to come along or, Mm -hmm. you know, just appreciate what you have and the things that you have and remind people that you love them. Tell them that you love them. Call people and and remember to tell them that you appreciate them.
0: Yeah. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Before it's too
1: late. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.